0: Steve Jobs once said, we're here to put a dent in the universe. Well, fintech has certainly put a dent in the financial services industry over the past few years. This podcast series focuses on the story of those individuals who took Jobs' advice, the dent makers, if you will. This is the Fintech 5. In this episode, I'm speaking with Jim Marous, or as Brett King likes to call him, Jim Marouse. Jim, is it Marous or Marouse?
1: It, it is Maroose.
0: I knew it, that Australian accent every time. So, uh, and,
1: and he's been told otherwise, but he, he now is just plain stubborn. So it's, it's okay with me.
0: Yeah, I know. So Jim Maroose, everyone. Let's get it the right way. So Jim, in your own words, if you look on Twitter or tweet, you're a keynote speaker, a publisher, an author, and a fintech influencer. But Jim, more importantly for our audience, you've been involved in the banking industry since the U.S. bicentennial. <laughs> I looked that up.
1: Uh, it's been a long time. I'll, yeah. let, I'll <laughs> let
0: our uh, international listeners do the math on that.
1: Yeah, well, exactly. And, and as somebody has said once before, anything more than 20 years, you don't get credit for it. So. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, well, you're also the co-publisher of The Financial Brand and you owner and publisher of The Digital Banking Report. So can you give us an overview of, of both of those, Financial Brand and your, your banking report?
1: I started with a financial brand nowadays, coming up on uh, three years, and the origin of the partnership um, was that we both, both myself and Jeffrey Pilcher, my partner and the owner of the financial brand, really had a desire to continue to populate and communicate with the industry about how to make it better. And as kind of like the Fintech Mafia says, to um, fight against complacency in banking. And um, I was already writing a blog, had realized I was getting about a million page views a year and said, you know what, maybe we should combine forces. We did. We're up to about 3.2, 3.3 million page views a year. And the, and the overall objective is to provide a gateway for insight that bankers would have a hard time finding on their own. So not only do we provide our own insight, but we create other people's insight and, and talk about reports and studies that come out, give an abridged version and, and provide links to be able to, um, to find a deeper dive on whatever subject matter we're talking about. Um, the digital bank report um, actually uh, came about uh, very quickly after my partnership with Jeffrey and the financial brand where Jim Bruni from um, Finnovate uh, wanted to sell his online bank report it came at the right time. I, I bought the business, and, and it gives me an extension to be able to do a, a deeper dive on important subjects. So it can be anywhere from a digital account opening and cross-selling to onboarding to personalization of, of communication to where the financial services marketing industry is right now. I'll tell you what I enjoy
0: about you, Jim. You, you are a prolific writer. You put out more content and quality content. Let me add that. So, I got to ask, how do you approach that? How do, how do you get balanced? Because you're also, you do quite a bit on the speaking circuit, too.
1: Yeah, it, it really gets down to trying to continually find good ideas and good researches out there that I'm interested in, then writing about it with my perspective on how it impacts the banking world. Because a lot of times you'll get research that doesn't talk about what's in it for me or what do I do next. And so, what we're trying to do is, is I do a lot of searching for the content. I then very quickly, read the content and, and try to bring it into to a way that people can absorb it in, a, in about a five-minute read.
0: So here's the, uh, the one question I've always wanted to ask. So if, if everyone, if you take a look, go take a look at Jim. Just Google him. Easiest way to do this. You're going to see that Jim's on every FinTech, AI, tech influencer list there is. And that's become a thing over the past handful of years, this, these, this concept of an influencer list. So Jim, I'm going to ask you because you're always you know, top five, what do you consider an influencer to be? What's your definition of that?
1: Yeah, that, that, that is a good one, and we get arguments about that. Um, right now, I think in social media, an influencer is a person who, can, who people look for for insight and for direction. And so while in the traditional word of influencer, I probably am not the person that moves mountains, I tend to have through the, the many years that you've mentioned that I'm in, I've been in banking gotten to know a lot of people that do. So my ability to reach out to people like yourself, to people like Brett King, to people that really do things in the industry allows me access to and a platform for discussion. And with the social media links that I that I have and the and the way we manage um, communicating about what we're doing. The influencer status or the influencer uh, uh, label is really more based on, in my perspective, more based on who I'm in association with and how I'm able to communicate that to others. So, you know, I'd probably look to me if I was on the outside and say, you know what, there's one place I can go and I'm going to get a lot of what's going on in a single city rather than have to go to 20 or 30 places.
0: That's a good summary. I like that. That's a good summary description. All right. So I'm, I'm against the clock here, Jim. So we're at rapid fire. This, this is going to be challenging because I know Jim. Rapid fire, Jim. If Bradley can do it, I can do it. That's a good point. Lemur, Lemur kind of did this. So here we go. Name the best athlete to come out of Cleveland, Ohio. Jim Brown. Thank you for getting that right. <laughs> I was slightly worried about that. <laughs> How did you get your son interested in lacrosse?
1: Well, it's totally on his point because we were really, a, we are, you know, have been a baseball family. He was a baseball player. We lived in California for three years, so he was playing baseball 10, 10 months a year. Got really good on the defensive side, eye-hand coordination. He wasn't a very big uh, boy at that time, and, and he's not really big now, but he's certainly a lot bigger than he was. And one day, he came to me on the last day of a season and said, Dad, I'm going to stop playing baseball. I'm going to take up lacrosse. He had touched a stick before but had not played, and he's a person who, when he does something he doubles down on it big time he went all in he takes was after he his was, dad he, what
0: takes after his dad obviously oh, his
1: it's mom more than me more than me but the reality was he basically took every class every clinic every workshop from eighth grade th- through today and got exceptionally good in my my mind at being a lacrosse player he is uh just been named to a starting position um, as a freshman at the school he goes to in ohio for the coming season he uh, is now teaching clinics for the people that he used to take clinics from during the summertime as a summertime job. And he, his goal is, is, in addition to be, uh, having a regular career, he wants to be a, a lacrosse coach because he loves kids. And he just believes that people aren't teaching lacrosse well at the high school level.
0: You just gave a Bradley Limer response to my rapid fire question. But I did ask about your kids, so that's that's fair. I will say... Uh, Jim's son has much better hair than Jim does. We're going to move right on. Last question. How do I get invited to a Jim Maruse house party? Because on Facebook, those look like the coolest things ever.
1: We have one major house party of the year. It's on Super Bowl Sunday. It's called the Maruse Bowl. We have had it for now 36 years straight. Um, the wow. reason why we've never had a break in the action is easy to explain in that the Cleveland Browns had never been to the Super Bowl. We invite all of our friends and neighbors if you've been invited once, you'd be invited every year after that. And we have uh, usually between 80, and last year was the biggest we've ever had, which was about 127 people in the house, um, shoulder to shoulder, watching uh, basically 12 different TVs that are on, on, going on at the same time.
0: Ridiculous. All right, Jim, where's the best place for somebody to follow you or learn more about what you're doing?
1: Um, very simple. It's either at Jim Marus, Marous, M A R O U S or you certainly can read everything that I'm writing on a daily basis on uh, the financial brand.
0: Or at Jim Moraus if you're from Australia. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Thanks, Jim.
1: Thank you.